0: Welcome to another episode of the School of Purpose podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping emerging purpose-driven leaders and entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, inspiration, and principles for success for their life, their business, and their career. Now let the class begin. Well, it's another Monday, and I thank you for joining me for yet another episode of the School of Purpose Podcast. This is your creator and host, Mark Heath Brayton, and I am excited to be sharing with you again this week. As you notice, I have been uploading new podcasts every other Monday versus every Monday here recently. And that is because I am revising and reevaluating and kind of rebranding myself in a way that is more in alignment with what I provide, what problems I solve. And I just want to make sure that I'm providing the most up to date, valuable content that I can for you to listen to each and every week. So if you would just bear with me and. Maybe I will go back to posting or uploading every Monday, or maybe I will continue to do every other Monday so that I can be providing valuable content that is worth listening to and worth downloading so that you can get from where you are to where you want to be. This week, I wanted to share with you something a little different, and I hope that the audio is pretty good today on the podcast And that is a Facebook Live interview I did with a friend and colleague by the name of Valerie Priester. Valerie is a life coach who is residing in Nashville. And she is a very powerful individual that I really highly respect. And I wanted to share this particular Facebook Live interview because it was an impromptu interview But we had an opportunity to really dig deep into how to live a victorious life. And that was a title of the Facebook Live interview. It was how to live a victorious life on purpose and make money while doing it. And the reason why I wanted to share this is because I come in contact with a lot of people who are doing work and living life on accident. And not on purpose. Living life and doing work that they feel like they have to do. Instead of living life and doing work that they truly love. And I thought this was a great interview to kind of give you some inspiration. To give you some value. To give you some motivation. To let you know you can do what you love. And make money while doing it. You can operate and function in your purpose and make money while doing it. You can realize your passion and make money while doing it. We no longer have to settle. We just have to be more intentional in creating that life and that work. So I am going to share this particular interview. And as I stated earlier, I hope that the audio is quality where you can hear it well, but also I hope that it inspires and ignites something within you if you are frustrated and struggling in your current place in life and current place in work. So I'm going to let the video play or the audio play of the video. It is a little bit longer than usual for my podcast, but I promise you, you will not regret listening to it. So without any further ado, let us go into the interview I did with Valerie Priester, who is the CEO of Victorious Life Coaching. Good evening to everyone. This is Markeith Braden. I am a professional speaker, personal brand strategist, and podcast host. I am the founder and president of Markeith Braden and Company now. And I am helping emerging entrepreneurs to leverage their expertise so that they can build profitable brands online doing work that they truly love. I'm also the master coach and administrator of the School of Purpose coaching program. And it is uh, my intent there to help you really hone in on what your purpose is. What I like to say is helping you to uncover your purpose so that you can recover your life. Yes. And we are on for the very first time for Marquise Braden & Company Tuesday Night Live. And my guest tonight is Valerie Priester and I'm gonna let her introduce herself tonight as well. Shar Braden, thank you for joining us. Hi, Shar, good to
1: see you too. Thank you so much, Marquis. Thank you for having me on your platform. This is so exciting that we get to test something new that's out there. and Available to everyone to you. So I am Valerie Priester and I am a business and life strategist I work with busy women who desire to become Heart-centered coaches and what, what do I mean by busy? I mean women that are dealing with maybe a career a job Maybe an elderly relative and you're trying to figure out how do I build a coaching business? So I can serve the world and still have my busy life. I work with women that are in that business, Help them really build a business that's profitable as we said, make money, right? And that's one right. love, one that they can actually start doing what they love doing. And that's what I do.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Valerie, I want to thank you for joining me for this very first Marquise Brayton & Company live interview. You know, uh, this new feature just started on Facebook. Everyone doesn't have it. I didn't have it last week, but I had it this week. And so I couldn't think of no one better to test this out with than... Valerie Priester, who is right here in Nashville, Tennessee, with me. Uh, We have done masterminds together. We've done some coaching together. We've gone done conferences together. And so why not call Valerie to do this? Uh, SC uh, Urquhart, thank you for joining, and good evening to you as well. And so we're going to go ahead and just get started. I'm going to be looking at my iPad and comments that uh, will be coming up. So go ahead, if you have questions that you want answered tonight as well, go ahead and, and put those questions in the comments and we will uh, answer them. But Valerie, one of my first questions I always like to ask all of my guests, even on my podcast is how do you define purpose? How do you define purpose?
1: I define purpose as being that, that thing that burns deep within me that I have to get out, that I have to do. It's the thing that I believe I'm called to do, I'm anointed to do, the gift, the talent. It is that thing that won't let me sleep at night if I'm not doing and filling that place in my space on this earth. So purpose mm-hmm. to me is everything. It's my life. It is who I am. It is It is the whole reason I'm here. That's what purpose means to me
0: awesome 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 you know you know purpose truly is something that is deep within the core of who i am and when i started my business i started it based on a quote that i learned from dr the late dr miles monroe and he simply said this he said the greatest tragedy in life is life without purpose life with no direction but moreover life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment yes yeah and when i read that and when i heard that i just was floored because you know many of us live lives that are successful but yet at the same time we're unfulfilled and it could be and it could potentially be uh designated to or aligned to the fact that you're being successful at the wrong thing Mm
1: -hmm. yes what a trend i
0: was there (laughs) I was there, you know, I was in a career. I did went to school. I did everything that I was taught to do. My mom told me to go to school, get a good education, went to graduate school, had a master's degree, you know, got a great job making $70,000, $80,000 a year. But I realized that I had been climbing this ladder of success, but my ladder was leaning against the wrong wall. Wow. And it wasn't until God allowed the opportunity for me to be laid off that I was set free to do the thing that I was truly purposed to do. And so thank you for answering that question. You're welcome. I can so relate
1: to that too. Working in my corporate field, I, I was a lead project manager and I actually loved my job. I really enjoyed what I was doing. But when that call and that purpose came in and it was deep within my soul and I knew that this was what I had to do, I had to reach out and help women. It was hard to maintain my sanity on that job, Right. like the job was getting in the way and so I am so blessed that I'm able to really walk in my purpose and and now able to do that full-time so I'm
0: really enjoying my life awesome 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 so the second question I have is how do you define success how do you define Mm -hmm. success
1: (laughs) it's different for everyone we do know that
0: that's right
1: success to me is being able to to fulfill the purpose that I have burning within me. It's also being able to reach out and help those that are in need. It's being able to spend the time, the quality time with my family, with my friends, right? And doing the things that I really enjoy doing in life. That's success for me. I hear a lot of people, you know, say that they want to be millionaires and they want to make six figures. They want to make seven figures. There was a time when I first started that it was all about, yes, I want to make a lot of money, right? And that was what I looked at as success. But as the years went by and and as I really realized that serving was the greatest thing for me, it no longer became about money as much as it was about really being able to walk fully in my purpose and help people. And so that's success for me.
0: Yes, you know, and when you say success is definitely, uh, it is a personal uh, affirmation, it's a personal endeavor. And I'll never forget, and I'm always watching YouTube videos and always reading and learning, but I'll never forget Earl Nightingale, the late Earl Nightingale. Mm -hmm. And he said that success is the progressive realization of a worthy idea.
1: Yes.
0: And so whatever you deem to be worthy, whatever you deem to be uh, success for you as an idea, it is success. That's right. That's right. And no matter how small it may seem to somebody else, no matter how big it may seem to somebody else, whatever it is that you deem to be success. And sometimes that could just mean you being a quality, very good mother who stays at home and who wants to be at home with her kids when they get off the bus, who wants to be able to go to every game and every activity. If that is success to that mother, then she is very successful.
1: That's right, because we're all successful in different roles. That's right. But right. so not everyone is, is meant to be an entrepreneur. I, you know, I always say that if everyone's an entrepreneur, then who will actually do the work? Right. right. Has to be the worker bee. And some people really enjoy their careers. They enjoy their jobs and they enjoy their family.
0: And if that's that right. is
1: you, then that's success.
0: <laughs> so, Valerie, let's let's talk a little bit about this idea of being able to live victoriously on purpose, while at the same time, creating opportunity and income for yourself. One of the things that I've been talking about lately is this idea of the you economy. We live in a time and space where if you really honed your expertise, if you really honed the thing that you were talented and gifted at, you have an opportunity to be able to provide value to people, to pay you to do work that you love. Mm -hmm. But we grow up in a society that teaches us to some degree that it's very difficult, very hard, um, very against the grain, per se, to be able to do what you love and make money doing it. So we find ourselves uh, getting education, getting jobs that we don't necessarily have um, excitement or passion for, But the culture has taught us that this is the only way that we could create income and create a life. And, you know, I follow and listen to a lot of Jim Rohn. Mm -hmm. And Jim Rohn says, he says that when you work hard on your job, you make a living.
1: But when you work
0: hard on yourself, you Mm -hmm. create a fortune. And for a long time, I didn't really understand that until actually when I got laid off. And I realized that I didn't wanna go back to another nine to five. I didn't wanna have another traditional job, but yet I wanted to provide value in a way that allowed me to be a speaker, that allowed me to be a coach, that allowed me to uh, control the majority of my day and my time so that I can do the things that I have passion for. And three years later, this month, I'm still pressing forward and still being able to pay my bills and I paid yeah. off my car and doing all these different things doing work that I love both in full-time ministry and as an entrepreneur and who would have thought you know Sweet. after uh being laid off that I would have been able to to make this happen for myself but but God is the sustainer God is the one who put the dream and the vision within me and I just had enough faith to trust God to take one step at a time, and here we are today. And so what can you say to encourage somebody who is on that job, uh, who doesn't feel like they're living victoriously, um, and it may not necessarily be entrepreneurship, but yet they could find a job that better fits their innate giftings and talents so that they can create income doing what they love.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we all have skills. We all have talents. We all have gifts, and most people spend years on jobs like that, that they don't like I hate to use the word hate right but they don't like those jobs they dislike them and what they don't realize is that the very same skills that you're using day in and day out in a place that you really don't feel appreciated you don't feel like you're you're giving your all and you're not living your purpose those same skills you can use for yourself and create income right you can teach the things that you've learned over years of working on someone else's job and earn a very good living at doing that. A lot of people are afraid to step out and do that. Well, you may not want to step all the way out if you're afraid to do it. That's okay. But you can certainly create another stream of income so that you can live a better life. So use what you have. And I would encourage people, look at all the skills that you have. A lot of times we, you know, we just take things for granted. We've been doing something for 20 years and we feel like, well, you know, it's no big deal. But it is a big deal. There's a lot of people that can't do that. There's a lot of people that don't have that skill set. And so whatever that you have, sit down and make a list of all the skills that you have, all the things that you've done in your life. I've had, you know, some amazing jobs in my lifetime. And I've learned a lot in school and and from following, you know, gurus and and following people like Les Brown and Jim Rohn and all the people that uh, uh, Markeith is talking about. And so all the things that I've learned when I actually sat down and made a list, of all the things that I've done over my lifetime I was absolutely amazed that I had some very valuable skills that I could offer and and really generate income for myself so anyone can do
0: that And that's awesome. Can we get some hearts or some thumbs up if if this is resonating with anyone tonight? Go ahead and and let us know that this information is some good content for you to hear tonight. If you are that person who's ready to make that shift, ready to make that transition, ready to, to move in a trajectory that is better fit for you. Here's what I know for sure. What I know for sure is that we all were created to do something specific in the world. Yeah, And there is, and I'm always saying quotes that I remember because these are things that resonate with my heart when I was in that transition. And when I was at Vanderbilt Divinity for that one year that I was pursuing my uh, divinity degree, there is a mystic theologian by the name of Howard Thurman. And in the admissions office is a picture of a quote by Howard Thurman. And this is what Howard Thurman said. He said don't ask what the world needs because what the world needs is for you to is for you to come alive and when you come alive you provide what the world needs that's right and the fact of the matter is is that you have what the world needs within you yes but the but but if you don't come alive to the thing that's within you then the world is missing out on something that you're supposed to be offering to the world. That's right, that's right. And so you've got to ask yourself the question every single day, am I doing that in which I believe I was created to perform in the world? Yes, yes. Am I doing that in which I was created to perform in the world. Why did God give you the gifts that you have? When I think about my ability to sing, when I think about my confidence as a speaker, when I think about my ability to break down big topics into small bite-sized practical steps as a teacher, why would God give me that ability? God gave me that ability for a specific reason to offer to the world. That's right. You've got to ask yourself those same questions every single day. What am I put here to do? Mm-hmm. Everything God created has a purpose, and that includes you. That's
1: right. That's right. And, and as you said, we all have a purpose, right? So the, I think the thing that holds a lot of people back, Markeith, is the fear, right? We And we know that. We always know it comes back down to the fear, afraid to make mistakes afraid to you know stand up and and just do what it is that you know you're called to do right Brown says to shoot for the moon and even if you miss even if you miss you're gonna hit the stars right so don't be afraid to step out and do what you know you were gifted to do I learned through really building my business over the last eight years that first step that I took meant everything because I took that first step not knowing what this whole world of coaching and helping other people in this way. I mean, I looked at it as ministry, and it is ministry, but I took the first step not knowing the full picture. I mean, Martin Luther King said, take the first step. You don't have to see the whole staircase." staircase, but you took the first step. And as I took the first step, God was gracious enough to show me the next step and the next step. And I remember, you know, when I had my my first conference for women, I had no clue what I was doing, had no clue what I was going to say to these women. And it was the night before the conference. And it's 10 o'clock at night and I'm sitting there and I still don't know what I'm going to say. And I'm like, okay, God, you said to do this, but what am I supposed to really do with it? And he began to download stuff. I had so much stuff downloaded that night that it just, it was, I couldn't even cover it all in the conference. And the conference made a huge impact on the lives of the women that attended. But I had no idea in my own strength, with my own knowledge, that this was something I was capable of doing. I had to take the first step. And Mm -hmm. the first step is just saying yes. Just saying
0: yes. Somebody type that in the comments. The first step is just (laughs) saying yes. Type that in the comments. The first step is just saying yes. So Valerie, I wanna give three questions that people can ask themselves that will help them to uh, really help to them to uncover uh, their passion and really maybe help lead them toward what their purpose is. So the first question, if you would type these in the comments, if we could have a scriber tonight. The first question that you should ask yourself is, what comes natural to me or what comes easy to me but hard for other people? Yeah. Yeah. What comes easy to me, but hard for other people. And these questions I learned from Simon T. Bailey, who I interviewed on my podcast once before. And these were some great questions that I had to ask myself when I was in transition. Question number two What do you love doing so much that you find yourself doing it even when you don't get paid to do it? Mm, wow. That's
1: a good one. That's a good one.
0: <laughs> what do you love so much oh, yeah. that you find yourself doing it even when you don't get paid to do it? Fine. And question number three is another love question. What is it that you love doing so much that when doing it, you lose track of time? Mm-hmm. Mm. What is it that you love doing so much that when doing it, you lose track of time? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you a fourth one that just came to mind. And that fourth question that you want to ask yourself is this. And I just got finished talking about it. What makes you come alive? That's right. What excites you to get up and go do every morning? Right. you know it's so interesting over the last three years um, the last two years I've been in full-time ministry uh, at my church the temple church um, but the last three years I've been building my business and I, what I find is that I don't mind I feel like I may even work more now than I did when I had a job oh Lord yes <laughs> But the work that I'm doing, yes, I lose track of time right. doing it. It's kind of like the day is gone, and I'm like, "Wow, where did the day go?" You know. After. And I don't mind doing it. It's not a druther to do it. Right. And it's it's so interesting how things have transpired, and I find myself, you know, really enjoying what I do. Now, sometimes do I have. Days where I'm like, oh my god, there's just so much to do. Absolutely, but every morning I wake up with great expectation for the day. Absolutely. Every morning I'm thinking about, you know, what level of impact can I make as the director of marketing and communications at the church to touch more people than those who come to the church? You know, as an entrepreneur, how can I? uh connect with the people who 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 really need to uncover their purpose because they are losing their life and they need to recover it they really need to dig deep and identify what is that thing that i was created to do you know and so this is just an opportunity even this this live stream is just an opportunity for us to touch lives that we probably wouldn't have an opportunity to touch physically without this technology oh true yeah, and I
1: love that, Marquise, because when you know, when you talk about what makes you come alive, right? And I know for me, I, I can say hands down, I work harder for me than I have ever worked for anybody else. Ever. Right. right? And I know my husband, you know, sometimes he 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 begins to worry a little bit because he's like, I, I just don't see how you keep going and going and going. But it never feels like work, right? What did they say? If you do what you love. You'll Mm. never get a job, right? It's not a job. It is what I love doing. And so time passes, and sometimes I don't even realize that I have not eaten most of the day because I'm working. And I'm, I'm working on something that's always going to improve and impact the lives of others. And that excites me. I can't wait to get up in the morning to start. And speaking of getting up in the morning, I mean, that's absolutely the way that you should start your day is to set the intent. Yeah. What are you getting up for? What are you gonna do today that will impact the lives of others? What are you gonna do today that will make a difference in your life, your family's life, the legacy that you're leaving? You have to set that intention every single morning. Don't just wake up and roll out of bed and, and just, you know, look at it like it's another day. It is a glorious day. It's a gift. And so if really? you waste that gift every day just by rolling out of bed and going through the normal routines of life without setting an intention. Then you're wasting that time, mm-hmm. and as my grandmother used to say, "Don't waste daylight. Don't waste, daylight. <laughs> right?" So you got that's to right. Attention, I love that you said that.
0: That's right. That's right. You know, and you know, as a preacher, I always you know come across scripture that hits my heart a lot of times, and and that when you said light, don't waste that light. You know, scripture says, "Let your light so shine." Right now, now listen to that. Let your light. That's right. Not, no, not anybody else's light, not mama's light, not daddy's light, not children's light, not the husband's light, not the wife's light. That That's right. Your light, so shall. That's right. That's right. That, that who shall see? That men shall see the good work that you're doing. That's right. Well, the first step to doing the good work is identifying what your light is. That's Ooh, that's good right there. Somebody hashtag identify your light, yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, and like your, your light, your light is your purpose. Your light is your passion. Your light is the reason why you have breath in your body. Your light is the thing that 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 comes easy to you, but hard to other people. But then it goes on to say. Not only that men recognize you, but when you're in your light, when you're in your lane, when you're in your purpose, you're glorifying the one who created you. Yes,
1: that's right. Come on, Marky.
0: <laughs> so you have got to get an alignment and get a connection yes. with that light that God created you to shine with. Yes, yes. So, so Valerie, I want you to share with that person who feels stuck, who feels stagnant, mm-hmm. what are some things that they can do to live this victorious life that we're talking about and align themselves with opportunities that will help them create income? Okay.
1: The first thing is, as Marquise said, identify what makes you come alive, right? We, we have this, this internal barometer that tells us when we're in a space that causes life to come forth. And you know it because you feel it. You know deep within your soul, deep within your spirit, when you're operating in the space that you're really supposed to be operating in. You will feel life. And so the first thing is to identify what is it that makes you come alive? What is it that makes your heart sing? There are some things that you do, and again, you may do them unconsciously and not even recognize the feeling that you get that comes from doing that. But what I would say to you is slow down long enough to listen to your feelings, listen to your heart, listen to what that inner voice is telling you, because it's speaking every day, all day, every second of the day. But we're so busy just going about life, and we don't take the time to hear that. So the first thing is, listen. Listen to what your inner voice is telling you. And then try some things. That's number two, try some things. Don't be afraid to step out and just try some things. You're gonna try a couple of things and maybe they don't work out, maybe they don't feel right. Then move on and try something else. Because a lot of times we have many different passions, many different things that we're really, um, we're in tune with and we wanna see change and we wanna impact. And we don't know sometimes which one to start with. I, I have several women that I've worked with over the years. And one of the things that I've heard is, you know, well, I'm passionate about a lot of things. So right. I don't know where to start. So I say to you, pick one and just pick start.
0: One. Just pick, pick one. Two.
1: Right. I mean, it is not rocket science, right? Just pick one and start with it don't allow your state of confusion and and it's only confusion because you're calling it confusion you are never confused you are never confused your inner spirit always has your answers i'm a firm believer of that your answers are always within you if you sit quietly enough to hear you'll know what that is so don't ever be confused about which direction should i go in what step should i take just pick one and take a step right you have to trust god enough to do it to know is that he will course correct if you're going in the absolute wrong direction you got to trust god enough to know that he's going to course correct you and put you on the right path but that comes with your connection that comes with being able to hear the inner voice that's speaking with you so if you're stuck first identify what makes your heart sing mm. right then look at okay If there's two or three things that make your heart sing, number two is pick one and start. Just that simple. And I like, you know, not to
0: interrupt, but I keep seeing people post about that picking one and they have a hard time. And I guarantee you there's no quicker way to failure than to. Uh, to believe that you can multitask Ooh, yes. and that you can accomplish a lot of things at the same time. And here's my motto, and I want you to type this in the comments. I learned it from my podcast coach, John Lee Dumas, and that is the acronym for focus Ooh. follow one course until success. Ooh, that's focus good. equals follow one course. Until success. He or she who chases two rabbits catches none. That's right. That's so true. That's so true.
1: And you know, Marky, so many people get caught up in that because they're watching all of this noise around them. And they're watching so many different people who, you know, may, they may appear successful, and that's what you have to be careful about, what you're watching. But you're watching, you know, someone do this, and you say, oh, you know, they're really doing that, and they're doing it well. I want to do that. And so you take off, and you start running in that direction to do that. And then you have another idea, and you say, well, I kind of like doing this, too. So you take off in that direction. You're so all over the place that it's hard for you to master the one thing. Right. right? So you don't want to be the jack or the Jill of all trades and the masters of none. You want to mm. make sure that you are following one action, one thing, focus in on one thing. You will be amazed at how much you can accomplish when you get laser focused on your goals and on your dreams. You'll be completely mm-hmm. amazed. When you stop letting distractions and you stop letting the shiny object and the fear of missing out and all of those things creep in and get you distracted, you'll be amazed at how much you can accomplish when you just focus.
0: That's so good. So good. So good. And so we've got to learn to focus. We've got to identify what that one thing is. And I think that we, we, we suffer from this multiple personality, multiple uh, task oriented society, because we really were taught that. Remember, Uh, we were taught to have a plan B, have Mm -hmm. a plan C, Mm -hmm. and I'll never forget. And I keep throwing out all these names because I've learned so much from different people, but I'll never forget Uh, something that Will Smith said in a YouTube video once when I watched, um, because I like to just sometimes lay in the bed and watch these different inspirational videos. And he said, there's no need for a plan B because it only takes away from plan A. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Oh, my goodness. And I have, like, a real life story when it comes to plan B, right?
0: The -hmm. beginning
1: of last year, I think, yeah, last year, 2016 is when i actually um got my office a a real office right i have my home office still but i have an office outside of the home and i remember when i was going to look at my office and there were two offices that i was trying to pick from one was in a two-story building and it had stairs but it didn't have an elevator the Mm. other one was a single level building and i liked it the best right the one that was in the two-story building that didn't have an elevator, it was $60 cheaper,
0: $60
1: hmm. for a month. And so also the, the owner of that building was an entrepreneur, and he had, you know, this clause in the lease agreement that said, you know, uh, if you needed to get out of the agreement, you just need to give him a written notice for 30 days because he understood the life of an entrepreneur. And he understood that sometimes your income is not stable and sometimes you're not sure. So he would not penalize you for getting out of the lease if you needed to. So all of that was attracted to me, right? But yet, I liked the one that was on the single level. right? And I kept going back to, but that clause is there in case I need to get out. That clause is there in case I need to get out. <laughs> and I remember riding home, Marquise, and just as plain as day, the Holy Spirit said to me, why are you planning to fail? Mm. Why are you planning on plan B? Why are you trying to have a backup just in case this doesn't work i placed you in this position i made it possible for you to be here so you can get an office why would you think that you need a plan b and then he said and you can't trust me for sixty dollars sixty dollars that hit me like you know a ton of bricks i'm like oh lord yes okay (laughs) okay because i mean looking at the fact that You know, my business had grown so much, and I'm in a position where I am coaching millionaires every single month. And here I am. I can't trust God for $60. I am planning for plan B. Mm
0: -hmm. There's no
1: room for plan B. I absolutely agree with Will Smith. When you plan for plan B, you take the focus off of plan A. And what that does is it gives you an excuse and a reason not to give your all to plan A. Because you're constantly thinking, well, I got this in the background. I got plan B just in case this doesn't work out. That's not a plan. That's not a plan. And it's certainly not faith. Wow. So that hit me like a ton of bricks.
0: That's good stuff. Wow. This has been such an awesome, awesome live as we are interviewing Valerie Priester and just sharing some nuggets on how to live a victorious life on purpose and make money while doing it. And so let's get to that part about making money while living a victorious life. What are some things that you've learned over the last eight years about your ability to make money doing work that you love? Hmm.
1: I've learned that we can't put so little value on the gifts and the talents that we have that We don't really charge what we're worth. Mm. That happens more often than not, right? We're always thinking that, well, you know, somebody may not pay enough for this or or what I want them to pay for this. We devalue ourselves far too much. And so I've learned by being coached and mentored over the years that you have to put a value on what you have. Because if you don't, the very people that you want to help, they won't place a value on it either. So it's Mm -hmm. all about making sure that you are charging what you're worth, right? And you're delivering value. That's the most important thing. Deliver value. And when you do, people will see that and they'll be happy to pay you for your gifts and your talents. But don't devalue yourself. Don't devalue your talents. God gave it to you so that you can help other people, but it's also so that it can provide for you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just given to you, you know, for no reason. It was given to you for purpose. We talked about purpose. Right. So make sure that you're not devaluing yourself. And use what you have, right? I, I, you know, you have this one vision of how you want to set up your business. And I've had that vision, you know, of how I want my business to be. But then opportunity came and it looked different. And sometimes when that happens, we run away from that because we are afraid of what doesn't look like what we expected it to look like. And what you have to know and understand is that it's not always going to look the way that you thought it was going to look. It's not always going to come to you the way that you thought it was going to come to you. Lisa Nichols says that it comes to you sometimes wrapped in sandpaper. Yes. And we don't want to accept that as being something that can really be valuable to us and create a stream of income. So you have to look at all of those opportunities.
0: Wow. Delivering value. Because you are value. Yes. And that's the thing. If you don't value what you have, no one else will value what you have. And that's one of the things that I had to learn along the way, you know, because many people would call and they want me to come and speak and want me to come and do all of these different things.
1: But they would always
0: say they didn't have a budget. And I would always go. And then it it hit me one day that... If I always go when they don't have a budget, what am I saying? That what I'm providing to you is not valuable because I haven't placed a, a a cost of my time, of my knowledge, of my skill, of my ability. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And here's what's interesting. As soon as I started placing value on what I had, then they couldn't ask me to come no more right (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
1: that's interesting
0: which is is very interesting yeah but it's not my job to convince you that I'm worth what I say my cost is my job is really to identify the people who find value in what I have and then serve them so well that the value that I or the cost that I told them that it was is way more. I'm serving them way more than what they're paying
1: me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know,
0: and and people get caught up a lot, especially coaches,
1: right? (laughs) We get caught up a lot of times in doing that free work. And we Mm -hmm. think that, well, if I give them a sample, if I give them a free sample, then they can see how great I am and then they'll come back and pay me. That will not happen.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Right? First of all, when you give it away for free, they don't value it. So that means that they're not going to do the work. They're not, they have nothing invested in it. And I like to look at it from a spiritual standpoint too. If someone is not willing to invest in themselves, which means that they are planting seed, then they cannot reap a harvest from that. And so also, if I am giving you a service and I am not charging you, I'm not allowing you to plant seed. So I'm not allowing you to reap a harvest. So I think about it in those terms, and I know that I have to charge what I'm worth, and I have to allow you the opportunity to sow the seed that will bless your life.
0: You know, one of the things that I had to come to the understanding was that there's a difference between price and cost.
1: Yes, And when
0: I started to understand the difference between price and cost, that's when I started investing in myself, because I was that person who looked at the price, but never considered what it cost me. And what am I saying? What I'm saying is, is that too many of us look at the price of investing in ourselves, but don't fully understand what it's costing you in your future. That's right. Too many of you uh, are looking at the price of the coach, that's the right. price of investing in yourself right now, not understanding that it's gonna cost you later because you're gonna be in the same place that you were the year before because you weren't willing to pay the price. Oh, oh that's good. <laughs>
1: that's good. You better stay. Sometimes
0: at it. <laughs> you gotta understand that the price is so much cheaper than the cost. In the cost. Then wow. The cost. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah, you gotta understand that the price is so much cheaper than the cost. Somebody type that in the comments. Please type that the in the comments. The price is so much cheaper than the cost, and you are too busy looking at. You know where we get where I got it from. Growing up in a, a in a home of a single parent mother who who did what she needed to do in order to raise four kids by herself, mm-hmm. and she always looked at the price. Yeah. of everything Ooh. and so i learned to always look at the price
1: yes
0: yes but my pastor will tell you the story of and he talks to me about it all the time how today he he has uh aches and pains and and issues with his feet and knees because his uh his father would always buy him inexpensive football shoes wow wow now look at that the cost they, they paid a minimal price on football shoes, but Ooh. it cost him some yeah. of his health in yeah. his latter years. Right, that's right. Oh, that's, that's good that's right good. there, people. That's good. And you got to understand that we, you got to stop looking at the price and, look and understanding price. that if you don't pay the price today, it's going to cost you way more tomorrow. That's right.
1: And people don't understand when you talk about costs, Marquis, if, if you are thinking, you know, that you are going to build a business, you're going to be successful in your business, you're going to make money in your business. And let's say you have a support system. You have a husband, you have a wife, right? Your children are watching you. If you're a single parent, your children are watching you while you try to build this business. And so you're going about trying to build this business on the freebie lane. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Yeah. You're yes. trying to the freebie lane, right? You're trying to get everything that you can get for free. You're trying to get everything that you can get for low cost where well, there's sometimes and, and you come to a place in building your business where you have to invest. Mm-hmm. And what you understand, like Marquis said, is the difference between the price and the cost, because if you don't go ahead and invest in yourself in your future, then the cost of that is going to affect your family. It's going to affect your legacy your kids will watch you not move from that place that you've been in for the last five years trying to make this business work going the free lane. So they will learn that I just have to keep trying. I just have to keep trying harder and trying harder. No, you need to invest in yourself.
0: Invest in yourself. Invest
1: in someone who can show you how to do the thing that you really need to do to move your business forward, to really live your dream, right? You can't live a victorious life on free lane. I'm sorry, but you can't.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Let me say this real quick. If you haven't shared this out yet with someone or with your group, your followers, your friends, I want you to share this right now. I I think that everybody needs to share this post because we all know someone who needs to hear this. And so we're going to prepare to close out this live. This has been a great, (laughs) great time a great opportunity for us to just chat and to share but before we close i want to do some open coaching so do you have if you have a question we'll take two or three questions tonight if you have a question or a statement or a comment that you would like to make before we end tonight's live go ahead and ask that if you have a question about starting your own business or how to make the transition from a job into Uh, your your dream uh, opportunity Uh, just go ahead and ask that question we're going to have some open coaching before we end and then we'll have final words and we'll close out our very first marquee Braden and company tuesday night live any questions comments we're going to be looking at my ipad see if there are any questions and comments Uh, yolanda harris jackson thank you for joining us tonight claudette anderson harris Thank you for joining. Katina Carney, thank you for joining tonight's live. Also, Cheryl uh, Crite, thank you for joining tonight's live. Esther Bailey Bass, thank you for joining tonight's live as well. Ronnie Yates, thank you for joining tonight's live. Not seeing any questions, not seeing any comments, so maybe we covered everything that People wanted to hear tonight, but I do want you to please share this out uh, to anyone who you believe would find great value out of this. And so, Valerie, let's hear some parting words to the one who's listening who is saying to themselves, I know that there's more. Absolutely. I know that there is more to my life than what I'm currently doing. Absolutely. I'm not sure. What that next step is, I'm not sure how to make the transition, but I know that there's more. What would you say to that person? I would leave
1: you with these words from my favorite mentor, Les Brown. (laughs) And he says that life has no limitations except the ones that you make. Mm. So if you're limiting yourself in your mind, in your thoughts, in your heart, wherever it is that you're limiting yourself, those are the only limitations that are placed on you. You have to understand that you have the opportunity, the ability, and the, op- the chance to be, do, and have whatever it is that you wanna do. There is no limits to this. The only limit is what you placed on yourself. So I would say to you, wake up, right? Make a decision. Walk in that decision and just take the first step. Start designing your victory. You were created for greatness. You have greatness within you. And the only way that you're going to let that come out and expose that to the world is by taking the first step. And remember, I said the first step is to just say yes. Just say yes.
0: Just say yes. Go ahead and let everyone know how they can stay in contact with you and find you via online and your uh, um, virtual platforms? Absolutely.
1: I am Valerie Priester across all social medias. You can reach me on my uh, website as well, victoriouslifecoaching.com. I have a loving community, Victorious Living on Facebook. You can reach that by going to bit.ly. Forward slash victorious living or searching for it on Facebook I would love to have you in that community and you can certainly go to my website and reach out and connect with me I love talking with people I like to get you on the phone I like to hear about your dreams and your goals and your aspirations and what you want to do so many times you don't have a place where you can share that information safely and I like to be able to provide that place for you. So go to my website Schedule a free clarity session with me. Let's get on the phone and let me hear about your dreams.
0: Awesome.
1: And so, Valerie,
0: thank you for joining us tonight. And my parting words for you and for those of you who are there is this. Eyes haven't seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the thing that God has planned for you. And so I say to you, Stop relying on what you see with your physical eyes Mm, and start trusting in what you see with your spiritual eyes. Because where you're going, your eyes physically can't see right now. But I promise you, when you begin to take that first step without seeing the entire staircase, you will find yourself living in a victorious life that's more abundant than you ever expected the scripture says that give and it shall be given unto you not just what you have given but pressed down, press down shaken together and running yep. over shall men give unto your bosom so thank you for joining us tonight you can reach out to me on my website www.markeithbrayton.com if you would like to schedule your free 30-minute 30-minute consultation. All you have to do is click on the Contact Me tab and schedule yourself a 30-minute complimentary consultation. I would love to see if we would be a great fit for coaching so that you can move your life, your business, your career to the next level. Also, I have a free membership program that you can join right now. All you have to do is go to www.schoolofpurpose.net create your account. That particular membership program is teaching you how to build a personal brand, whether you're gonna be an entrepreneur, whether you're gonna be a career professional, we all need a personal brand. And so I focus a lot of my attention on how do you build that personal brand so that you can profit from your purpose. So Valerie, thank you for joining me tonight. This has been a great, great, great opportunity. And I look forward to doing this more often samantha pointer thank you for typing in our urls for us tonight and just remember this always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded good night thank you